are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. we got a good Monday show for you. We're going to talk a little bit about filming on Joey season, where we're at right now. Brandon responds to Serene with a two-page Instagram story that I'm still shaking my head at. We've got an answer from Survivor on a question that I posed last week. Big Brother last night, new HOH, he has nominated two people, but who he wants out is who he told they'd be a pawn. F-Boy Island and Special Forces tonight, we'll discuss those briefly. But we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Brandon's statement to Serene. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let's begin with Joey's season of The Bachelor. So they are filming... Filming ended yesterday in Jasper, Canada, Alberta, Canada. I do not know who is set for the final four, although I've heard rumblings, which I usually hear right around this time. Hopefully, I will be able to get it confirmed today which four have hometowns this week. I do know they start Tuesday, so it's going to be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then next Monday with the rose ceremony being next Tuesday assuming in L.A., and then I don't know where they're going for overnights and final rose ceremony yet. But hopefully today, or even possibly, I mean, if I find out today, I'm not going to wait till tomorrow morning on the podcast. I will tweet it out and put it on my Instagram stories and feed of who the final four are. I, I think I know three of them, but I don't know the fourth. So I will keep you updated on anything I hear in regards to that. The only update I had from this past weekend, you saw it, you saw me tweet it out, you saw me put it on my Instagram story, it's in my highlights as well, under Joey's spoiler, is that Saturday's polar plunge date was with Kelsey Anderson. They were, they did it in front of a, um, they did it in front of a crowd, I know that, but they also did something before where it was like, a festival kind of there was like a festival portion where there was like games and bonfires and s'mores stuff like that and I think Joey and Kelsey showed up to that and I guess somewhat interacted with the crowd there but then they went off and did their polar plunge after that but that's all I know from that date and I do not know exactly what the end result was and if this episode has you know the episode before hometowns sometimes it is no roses given out on dates and there's no rose ceremony or and there is a rose ceremony or they give the roses out on dates and there isn't any sort of rose ceremony because my guess is it would be the latter only because Jesse Palmer was broadcasting the Ole Miss Auburn game in Auburn this past Saturday. So, I mean, could he have technically flown back to Canada for a rose ceremony last night? I guess, but I don't think that's probably what they had on the schedule for him. My guess is he gets this whole week off because he has nothing to do with overnight dates. The next time they need him is next to, is next Tuesday night. So he's got a whole week off to do whatever it is he pleases. So keep that in mind. My guess is roses were handed out on the dates, but I don't know the date breakdown in Canada just yet. All we know is there was a tennis date on Thursday, and I don't know who was on that, and there was a polar plunge date on Saturday with Kelsey Anderson. So the big podcast story on Friday 
that I talked about in the Daily Roundup was Serene going on Caitlin's podcast and basically saying that the video that got out, that circulated, that I posted back in June was basically the last straw. And that's why she basically said her words that it was irreparable after what she saw. So Brandon took to Instagram story this weekend and I don't know if people know this, but I'm very well aware that I can be wordy sometimes. Don't think that I don't know. I'm aware. I try not to be, but I can get wordy sometimes. I think I have met my match (laughs) in Brandon because this two-slide Instagram story that he posted on Saturday night, I don't even, I still don't know. I've read this thing four times, and I really don't know what he's getting at. I just want to read you the first paragraph first, and then we'll kind of skim through the rest. I don't know if I want to read all of this, because it makes my mind explode. But listen to this first paragraph. In light of recent events that have transpired over the last few days, I've needed to take a beat to reflect and process my emotions surrounding this delicate matter that this intimate is personal that is intimate and personal to me. Now that I've had a moment to digest, I want to clear the air and respond with my truth. That was two long sentences, which easily could have been condensed to, here's my response to what Serene said on Caitlin's podcast. That's it. That's all I needed to say. Because that's what's coming next. In light of recent events... Serene on, Serene on Caitlin's podcast. I've needed to take a beat to reflect. I'm just going to respond to Serene on Caitlin's podcast. Like, uh, so, yeah, you think I'm wordy. My God. So here he goes with, again, this first sentence of the next paragraph. I understand there is a narrative circulating that falsely paints my character, so I wanted to provide some light to this situation. Okay? That'd be great. To be transparent, he just says those three words. To be transparent, spoiler alert, he's not transparent the rest of the Instagram story. But we'll take about his word as we're reading this. Before leaving to Texas, which was where he went to the club, my partner and I made the difficult choice to end our relationship and go our separate ways. As this was a public relationship, we both decided to hold off on sharing the news until we mutually felt it was time we shared the news with family and friends. Where I have taken fault and responsibility is a conversation we shared the day before I left speaking on doing long distance. Okay, that seems very, very vague. It's not very clear. If you say you broke up before you left to go on this Texas trip to hang out with your boys, then why did you throw in in this, I don't know, apology or clarification? Well, where I am going to take responsibility is a conversation I had speaking on the day before I left on doing long distance. Well, wouldn't you think that if you're having this conversation with Serene about doing long distance, that she wouldn't think you're broken up? He goes on. Unfortunately, during this time of private separation, coming back from Austin, a video came to light that, while harmless, made my ex-partner upset. After speaking with her on one, one-on-one navigating our new normal, I... Listen to that sentence. After speaking with her one-on-one and navigating our new normal. Stop right there. I don't know what that means. What is your new normal? You didn't explain it to us. So I can't really follow you where you're going from here. But he continues. 
navigating our new normal, she felt that I had cheated and wanted to make this news known. For the record, in the early days of our official breakup, I shared one dance with a woman. Nothing else, just a single dance before leaving with my friends. Okay, even though the video that I posted back in June, which I put on my Twitter and put on my Instagram on Friday or Saturday, even though <laughs> that that was a thing and the video is only 10 seconds long and it's dark and it's I even throw the arrow to show who you're looking at. I don't know what Brandon considers dancing, but this wasn't like they were separated from each other and he was like showing her his moves and she was showing him her moves. If if he considers that I was just sharing one dance with a woman, I, I his credibility is kind of shot when he says that because while the video doesn't show any making out and it doesn't show kissing, it shows two people that are clearly close to each other on a dance floor. And Brandon's not, hey, check out my spider. Check out my running man. Check out my Dougie. No, he isn't doing any of that. He's got, he's standing behind her and he's got his arms wrapped in front of him, her. That's a dance? Completely understanding where her valid feelings were coming from. Congratulations, Brandon. Thank you for telling us you understood Serene's valid feelings. I took ownership regarding her feelings and my actions. Okay? How did you take ownership regarding her feelings and her actions? Because it doesn't sound like you're taking ownership at all because you're dismissing what you did because you said you only had one dance. As we had made amends and agreed to put this behind us, I was surprised to learn very publicly that there are still lingering issues between us that need to be resolved. Out of profound respect for the love and the time we shared together, I want to move forward peacefully, ultimately hoping to preserve our memories and form a relationship. Thank you for the time, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I just read you basically the whole statement. I don't even know what his goal was in that. What is he here to tell us? Because by that, he's basically saying... Serena and I weren't broken up, and I didn't cheat. Serena's saying the complete opposite, and nothing that he said in that statement makes me think any different. Of course, after I heard that, after I read that, I went back to my initial source, and the initial source kind of had the same exact reaction like I did. Like, what the fuck was that? And kind of laughed it off. So, you know, it, of course there's two sides to every story. Serene told hers on Caitlin's. I really suggest you go listen to that and then compare it to two Instagram slides where Brandon just writes out stuff and kind of verbal diarrheas all over the place. And then let me know who you think you believe. I know who I do. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences 
each day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's talk about Survivor for a little bit. I posed a question last week in regards to Sean and his elimination and saying he wanted to go be with his husband. And I wasn't sure how the new format of 26 days kind of helped him with that or hindered him with that or whatever. Because my thinking has always been and what has been the case for Survivor contestants when it was a 39-day show is everybody stayed out in the location until all of filming was over. If you were eliminated first at the first tribal council, you still had to stay out there for 39 days. Now, you didn't get... You weren't locked in a hotel closet, and you you basically got to have a vacation for the other 36 days and hang out with the other people that were eliminated and, and do whatever. When it went to 26 days, I did not know if that still stayed the same, like everybody has to stay. And that's why Sean saying I needed to go be with my husband or I miss my husband, while I thought it was a bullshit answer to give, I didn't want to completely dismiss it because maybe there are new rules. Well, we find out what it is. Basically, if you are eliminated pre-jury, you have to stay there until the jury is established, until they get to the final nine or final seven. I don't know how they how many more are going to be in the jury this year. They might change it up. But basically, Sean would have to stay there until the jury starts. Then they send all pre-jury contestants home. So what is Sean, the fifth person eliminated off the show so far? Fourth? I'm already forgetting. So there's probably another three, four people that need to be eliminated before Sean can go home. But considering it's a 26-day filming, and I believe tribal councils are every two days on the 26-day filming, he maybe has another week that he would have had to stay out there before he got to go home. So I just wanted to clear that up. I did not know the answer, but that is uh, the answer. So keep that in mind for future seasons, and I hope – Nobody else pre-jury quits because they realize, oh, I don't have to stay the full time out here. I can go home and be with my friends and be with my family. Big Brother last night was quite the interesting. It was interesting in the fact that all episode they made us think that Jag won America out. Because why wouldn't he? He knows that America would be targeting him. Jag ends up winning. H-O-H. And, we, you know, remember when I had Taron Armstrong on? He didn't think Jag could win this thing. He thought it'd be Matt. And I've read, I've listened to a lot of the pre, I, I, I've listened to a lot of the contestants who have been eliminated, the pre-jury. And when all of them have been asked who they think is playing the best game, they've all said Matt. What am I missing? I'm not saying Matt's not playing a good game. But Matt, what resume has he built? I think Matt might, I'm not saying Matt can't win. He certainly can. But Jag is building a better resume than Matt. Matt's just there. I think he's won, and I'm not good at this because I haven't written it down and I don't cover the show on a daily basis. 
it seems like Jag has won at least four comps. I know he's won at least he's won the back-to-back HOHs, and I know he won at least one veto, but I think he's won two. For Matt, I I don't even remember. I know he's won something, but I don't remember if it was an HOH or a power veto, or maybe he won one of each. It just seems like Jag is doing what he can late in the game, and that's kind of what's on people's mind the most. But who knows? Maybe the jury is just so sold on Matt, and they like his story, and he's such a nice guy, and they're going to say he... I don't think you can say he dragged Jag along. That wouldn't make a lot of sense, right? It's just... It just seems like Jag's picking up steam. And Sari and Bowie Jane and Felicia, they haven't won a damn thing all season for the most part. I guess you could get a jury that will vote for somebody that didn't win a bunch of comps because then they could be like, look it, you didn't even win a comp and you got to the end. I guess people could look at it that way. But there are juries that say, wow, comp beast, love that. You controlled your own destiny because you kept winning. So it's very hard to say, I guess. Obviously, we know if Matt and Jag are the two sitting at the end, Corey and America are going to have to decide which one they want. But if one of them is sitting against somebody else, they're losing Corey and America's vote. So that's already two votes they don't have. And that doesn't bode well. So I'm not sure. I I mean, Sari is a great game player, greatest social player maybe in reality television history. But when she's won absolutely nothing in Big Brother, are people going to vote for her? I guess it's a possibility. It all depends on who is sitting next to her if she gets to the end. Because what if you have an ending of Sari and Felicia somehow? I don't think that's possible because I think once you get to a Final Three or Final Four, Jagger Matt's winning HOH that week. I just don't see any way that Sari and or Felicia are beating Matt or Jag in any sort of competition, whether it's memory or strength or endurance. So uh, my guess is Matt and Jag are going to the final two. Now, the interesting part about last night was I thought Jag's target was America, but after he put up America in blue, he said in his confessional, my target now is actually blue. People think I'm going after America, but my target is blue because I want to get people out who are good at comps. And I guess of the people left, he is right when he says that. Because between America, Blue, Bowie, Suri, and Felicia, who's the best comp player in that? It's Blue. So I get it, but is that the right move? Is he going to be talked out of that? And yes, I'm very well aware power vetoes probably already happened, right? So people already know who won and if they took somebody down and whatever. And people that are following along on the live feeds pretty much, I'm assuming, know who's going home on Thursday. But remember, Thursday is also a double eviction. So I think I I see what he's saying, but I don't know. I'm not as savvy on the gameplay of this show. And if that is a smart move this late in the game or is it smart? to get out somebody that you know if America happens to win something, she's putting you up because you took Corey out, her boo. I don't know. I guess I'd have to think about it more, but I didn't even really know that was an issue or that was even going to be a possibility until the very end of the episode 
when Jag said, yeah, my target's blue because she can win comps. And I don't want someone in here that, if they win a comp, has the ability to put me up. Basically, he wants to, hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming Jag's plan is him and Matt just rotate HOH wins throughout the end of the season, which is very, very possible. Because I'm sure somebody that keeps the numbers on this could probably inform me. Of the other people in the house right now, Sari, Felicia, Blue, Bowie Jane, and America, how many HOHs have those five won combined? See, I, <laughs> I've watched every episode of the show, every Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then when it changed to Tuesday. I've seen every single episode, and I cannot tell you outside of knowing that Jag won HOH the last two weeks, who's won in the past? Like, I just can't remember this stuff because I just don't follow it every single day. I, I, I'm almost positive Suri hasn't won an HOH. Almost positive Felicia hasn't won one. Blue might have won something with like the golf ball or whatever. You had to knock something in the get the points or something. Kind of like that Plinko game. I don't even remember who won that. Oh, maybe it was. You know what? I think that was Felicia. I could be wrong. <laughs> but but of those five, I think you, you know my point I'm trying to make. Of those five, none of them are comp beasts. I, I know Jag thinks Blue is capable, but like Jag said, he's going to be competing in every power veto throughout the rest of this game. So as long as he's in there, he's a favorite over Blue in anything, whether it's endurance, whether it's physical, or whether it's puzzling. So maybe he's thinking, overthinking this, and maybe he should go after America. But again, when I think about it, I don't know if America has a chance to win this thing. If somehow she gets to the final three and wins HOH and takes Matt or Jag to the finals, I don't, I don't think she's winning. She's getting Corey's vote. That's about it. Interesting, interesting way. Thursday, we're going to go from, what, seven down to five? Yeah, Matt, Jag, Sari, Felicia, Bowie Jane, Blue, and America. So we're going from seven down to five on Thursday. Ooh, I can't wait. And don't forget, tonight, episode three, because we had two episodes last week, of F-Boy Island. One of the good things is I got on the screener list for F-Boy Island. Because my Mondays are so booked, I was able to get the screeners and watch them. So I'm going to watch the episode over the weekend. And so I don't have to wait till when, you know, wait till Tuesday to watch it and then talk about it on Wednesday. So you know that there are people coming back in tonight's episode. Men from previous seasons are coming back. They teased it at the end of last episode. Maybe you know who they are. Maybe you don't. You're not going to be, I don't think, totally surprised by who comes back. But it does throw a wrench into things for sure. So don't forget to watch F-Boy Island tonight on the CW. Good show. Like I said, I like it better than Bachelor in Paradise. I just like the format better. I like the fact that it doesn't take itself seriously. And you can say like, well, isn't Bachelor in Paradise not taking itself seriously considering they're dedicating half hour of time to a poop baby? Yeah, maybe, but there's still that at the end of Bachelor in Paradise, producers are telling couples that barely know each other, you have to break up now or you have to get engaged. 
And that's just too much pressure. And yes, couples have made it out of paradise. Paradise has produced more successful couples in this franchise than the Bachelor and Bachelorette combined. I understand that. But it's still kind of hokey. I think those people are the exception and not the rule. F-Boy Island, they just say, look, you guys can split some money together and then do whatever the hell you want. Date, hook up, friends with benefits, whatever you want to do. We're not putting any pressure on you that there has to be some sort of engagement on a mountaintop at the end of this thing. Just have fun with it. Date around. Hopefully you won't get played by an F-Boy. And then finally tonight, also another episode of Special Forces. I'm going to watch the episode actually today. I get that screener as well, but I never got around to it this weekend. I'm going to watch that today. So watch that episode tonight. We only got seven people left on the show, and it looks like it is getting intense tonight just based off of those previews. So check that out on Fox tonight. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review. And remember, follow me on social media today because there is a good chance by the end of the day or at some point during today, I'm going to have your final four for Joey season. I will immediately post it on Twitter. I'll post it on my Instagram stories and let you know who's in it. And if I can even nail down which once I if I find out who the four are, which days each one is having, because I know it's going to be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday filming. So keep it on my socials for that. I hopefully can get that to you today. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!